important to support the, the, uh, uh, the citizens of Hong Kong, including 300,000 Canadians, uh, who really uh, want to see the one country, two systems uh, approach to Hong Kong and China continue. Uh, it is going to be important for the Chinese government uh, to engage in constructive conversations with citizens of Hong Kong uh, to ensure that we de-escalate the tensions and we look forward uh, to a path that actually allows uh, uh, for, uh, for prosperity in, in a way that the citizens of Hong Kong expect. Oh, Prime Minister, you're going to have to get tougher than that because hour by hour, China's tightening its uh, grip on Hong Kong. The uh, communist regime has pushed through these new laws without any involvement from Hong Kong's local legislature, so it allows them to now control dissent, speech, and anyone who gets out of line. And the Chinese government saying, yeah, it's all to protect national security, when what it is is the motherland taking control and trying to rid of the democracy and ending the one country, two law agreement that was put in place back in 1984. And what they're doing violates every agreement put in place of Hong Kong's basic laws and constitution. And so here the world is, you know, now reacting with kind of verbal condemnation. And the warnings have been around for a while. You saw the protesters in the thousands taking to the streets before the pandemic, to, you know, trying to warn the world that democracy was going to fall and hoping someone takes notice. But sadly, the world has chosen to pretty much look away, which has just emboldened the Chinese regime. Jane Lee is with a group of Torontonians. Stand with Hong Kong. It is good to have you with us, Jane. And it seems that the world is very distracted by the coronavirus. And what's happening is democracy is falling before our eyes. Do you think people understand what's at risk and the loss of Hong Kong and how close that is? Well, from my point of view, I think um, a lot of Canadians, including the lawmakers, the parliamentarians, um, and the parliamentarians, uh, are still not very aware of what is happening in Hong Kong over the last 11 months. So uh, perhaps the pandemic uh, distracts them. But then please be aware that the CCP is trying to distract everyone in the world by using uh, the pandemic to um, impose the new national security law in Hong Kong. So uh, I think uh, it is somewhat, um, we say it is the death of Hong Kong in terms of freedom, human rights, democracy, and our, and our legal system. What is your reaction to the federal government, the Trudeau government? Um, you know, just recently, the Liberals and the NDP blocked, um, you know, the Canada-China Committee, which is studying the situation in Hong Kong. Uh, they've shut down a venue geared specifically to address this. Uh, to be very honest, a lot of Hong Kongers in our community are very disappointed over the pandemic period um, in the last three months, to be exact. Uh, we could see there are a lot of chances that the liberal, the minority liberal government could have done better than just kowtow to um, uh, CCP. For example, asking for more medical supply and to the vaccine uh, development. And now they shut down this uh, conversation in this special committee, com uh, special committee. To us, um, I, I don't think that the Hong Kong communities uh, in Canada are protected and allowed to say or provide more evidence how the CCP impressed 
oh, I mean, sorry, suppress um, Hong Kong democracy and human rights in a lo- multiple ways. Do you think the people of Canada, let alone this government, understand how emboldened China has become? I mean, first they're going to take Hong Kong and then they'll go after Taiwan. Um, do you b- believe that people understand what is actually going on here? Um, well, recently I realized that there are more Canadians aware of what is happening. But then talking about how they understand the whole situation, it's about how we educate them. I would like to remind everyone here is that there are a lot of media trying to de-escalate what has happened in Hong Kong and Taiwan recently. So you cannot find a lot of Hong Kong or Taiwan-related news in the Canadian media. And uh, that is also the reason why there are not many Canadians understand the whole situation. I would say uh, if we could possibly get more chance to speak uh, in different situations, like in the parliament, like in in the interview like this, then that would be great. Because we, as a Hong Konger, or some other Taiwanese has already expressed the feeling that we are neglected by the Canadian government and the people. And we wish we could speak out if we are allowed and given a chance to do so. And that will have a better opportunity for the Canadians to understand what is actually going on. How concerned are you about family members in Hong Kong and what happens to them, as well as all those protesters who have been uh, trying to fight uh, to hold on to this democracy? What happens to them? Uh, of course, a lot of people concerned or even like worried about the Hong Kong situation, not only the people, not only the city, but as a whole. Uh, we are talking about less than 48 hours. We will become part of, I mean, politically and um, our whole system will become part of China. Even though we return, we were hand over in 1997. But then we are, we will be having this chance to become a, a Chinese city instead of um, still having the one country, two system. So um, this is why a lot of Hong Kong peoples post in different social media, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, Telegram, WhatsApp, you name it, saying that uh, we will have to fight till the end. And this is, this is a fight not only for our identification, not only for our culture, not only for the city, but everything included under the name Hong Kong. Is it saddening to you or frightening? Or both? It's, it's both. I could tell you that a lot of uh, protesters, um, as young as 12 or maybe like even younger, they have had um, written this letter, the last word before they um, attend to the protest. They, we lost hope. Everybody almost lost everything but hope. I, yeah. We could not see the future of the city. And that's the reason why we fight. What's your message then to Canadians as they hear this as the hours tick down? Um, 
I would like to take the chance to remind the Canadians. And then World War II, um, there are brave thousands of Canadian soldiers fight for us in Hong Kong during the invasion of Japanese. And now we are not only asking or begging the Canadians, both the people and the government, to stand up not only for Hong Kong, but for freedom, democracy, and human rights, which has been teared off by the CCP in the next uh, couple of hours, because it's already uh, midnight in, um, in Hong Kong right now. So um, this, is, this is the chance for the Liberal Party and the NDP and the Conservative Party's parliamentarians to stay united and stand up to the tinnery, to the CCP. I appreciate you joining us, Jane, and we'll see what the next uh, hours and days uh, bring us, but i um, happy to have you on and I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me.